This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Tara from Plus Fitness with Tara. I'm a curvy, fun, body positive coach and personal trainer. I love business and fitness. Do you have the tools you need to be a rock star in fitness? A healthy love of yourself and help from me in sifting through health news will do that. I've got fitness topics and guests. Rock stars aren't born, they're bred in experience and fire. Let's do this together. Hello and welcome to Plus Fitness with Tara. Today's topic, oh my gosh. So the holidays, hey? First of all, I'm not a nutritionist or dietitian. I have two food-based certifications, one on healthy eating and weight loss by CanFitPro and one on 2B Mindset Mentoring, which is a nutrition program through body. But I can discuss with you the feeling as a coactively trained coach that you get when your life feels out of control. You may reach for food. You may starve yourself. Whatever you do, I can relate. Food time in my family growing up was a war zone. Breakfast and lunch, I snuck out of my room to make my own food while my parents were occupied outside or with their work projects, phone calls. Just out of the kitchen, I'd be there grabbing food. Supper was a firing zone. There was never peace at our house when supper occurred. To be honest, the biggest fight my parents had was when my mom had to confess she spent a year's grocery money budget on her newest fur coat. So, my relationship with food is complex, and I bet yours is too. These past weeks of school, I knew I would have to fight to feed myself. So I connected with my nutrition coach, Luke Cannon Nutrition, for a session, and I ordered freshly healthy meals from Kitchen Door Catering that I could heat up while I studied or did my take-home tests and prep for the final exam. But now, that's done, and we're into the holidays. And I just finished my last two weeks of my semester with two major exams. So stress has been high. Yoga, meditation, and mindful eating helped me out a lot these past few weeks. But what happens to us at this time, the holidays, that is? A lot. Here's some notes from the Chopper Center by Jennifer Weinberg from the Chopper website. She says, Tis the season for joyful gatherings with family, remembering your blessings and celebrations. But it can also be a season full of expectations and stress as you scramble to deck the halls, bake endless batches of cookies, and pick up the perfect presents. Every festive demand creates stress on the mind and body. Understanding the way that your body copes with stress can help you employ strategies to enjoy all that the holidays offer without suffering the consequences of unneeded holiday stress. The holidays bring many stressors, including a lack of time to fit in all the holiday parties, the pressure and financial burdens of picking out the perfect presents, the tensions of long-standing family dynamics, and the temptation to indulge in different foods, on top of your usual workload and obligations. It is no coincidence that you always come down with the annual cold or flu during or just after the winter holidays, or that your pants seem to shrink in January. How your body handles stress. Stress refers to any type of perceived or real demand or threat, positive or negative. It is the way that your body reacts to or responds to demands that can have short or long-term effects on your mind and body health due to the powerful mind-body connection. Emotions such as an anxiety or fear can trigger psychological changes in your body, involving a cascade of stress hormones like cortisol and epinephrine as you attempt to maintain balance and ensure survival. This stress response involves neurological pathways and biochemical reactions throughout the body that you may recognize as a pounding heart, rapid breathing, muscle tension, sweating, and or digestive upset. This is why major life events like holiday traditions, stressors like coping with family gatherings, or emotions like those that arise around giving and receiving gifts may trigger physical symptoms. This combination of reactions to stress is known as the fight-or-flight response, 
deficits and evolved as an adaptive coping and survival mechanism, enabling you to react quickly to life-threatening situations. Unfortunately, in modern life, multitasking, juggling too many things, lacking true meaningful connections, and bombardment with constant stimulation are a regular part of life, especially during the holiday season, making stress incessant in many people's lives. Over time, your body can also overreact to stresses that are not life-threatening, such as family difficulties, past shopping malls, or the awkward office holiday gift exchange. These types of chronic ongoing stressors can contribute to inflammation, irritability, anxiety, and chronic disease. The stress of the holidays can be a major contributor to weight gain and metabolic imbalances. Cortisol is one of the hormones that your body releases in response to stress, helping to provide enough energy to cope with threats and challenges. During the stress response, blood sugar levels rise in an effort to enable fighting or fleeing from a threat, after which insulin is released to bring the blood sugar levels back into a normal range. Insulin plays a key role in regulating the amount of glucose being taken from the bloodstream into the cells, but when the cycle is chronically and repeatedly activated due to stress, the signaling process can become impaired and your cells can become resistant to insulin, which has far-reaching consequences. So common metabolic consequences of stress and imbalanced cortisol levels are insulin resistance, blood sugar imbalances, and weight gain, especially in the belly area. The threat of holiday weight gain is increased further when you're tempted with so many holiday treats and foods that may not normally be part of your lifestyle. If you indulge in emotional eating or turning to food to cope with extra stress of the season, it's often exacerbated during this busy time of the year. A busy holiday season is not necessarily a bad thing, but there are some steps you can take to cope with holiday expectations and obligations to minimize undue stress and its impacts on your mind and body. The key is to build resiliency so that you can respond to successful, stressful situations without triggering the alarm system every time. Recognizing your holiday stress triggers. The holiday season brings many demands that can contribute to overwhelm. Recognizing the types of triggers that send you into a stress response can help you take steps to reprioritize your choices and plan ahead to find greater balance. Go into the season with an awareness of potential holiday demands to give yourself the chance to mindfully choose where to spend your time and energy so you can manage stressful triggers. Common holiday stressors include overextending yourself by accepting every holiday party invite, feeling immense pressure to find the perfect present, trying to make everything for your holiday meals from scratch, going beyond your budget for gifts and food shopping, adding to long-term financial stress, excessive drinking or eating foods that aren't ideal for your individual body or needs unrealistic and overly high expectations of what makes a perfect holiday season, family tensions and arguments. The key here, according to her article, is to listen to your body on the Chopra.com site. Learning to recognize the symptoms of stress and when they are becoming overwhelming or harmful to you is the first step in effectively managing it. Paying attention allows you to identify emotions as they arise, recognize when stress threats to become overwhelming, and choose how you react and dedicate your time and energy. Stress can lead to emotional, cognitive, behavioral, and physical symptoms when it's too intense or too frequent. Red flags that can alert you to excessive stress include difficulty sleeping, cold hands and feet, racing heart, mood changes or irritability, nervousness or shaking, weight gain, especially around the belly, exhaustion that interferes with daily life activities, rapid breathing, tension headaches, backaches, or other excessive muscle tension, clenched jaw and teeth grinding, which I do, changes in digestion, including constipation, diarrhea, nausea, or abdominal pain. As you start to pay more attention to how you spend your energy and the ways in which different demands affect your body and mind, you can choose your priorities and begin to build resiliency. 
This will allow you to take control of the holiday chaos in a way that brings more enjoyment and meaning to the season. Stress arises from the ways in which you respond to challenges, so a great start to reducing your holiday stress is to slow down enough to have the freedom to choose your priorities. Recognize your interpretation of what is happening around you and decide how you want to move forward. Remember the distinction between events and your experience of them. This allows you to start to leverage challenges as opportunities to grow and evolve, which in turn builds resiliency and buffers you from the negative impacts of stress. One way to keep the holidays manageable is to plan ahead to keep realistic expectations. Reflect on what matters to you and make deliberate choices to create a season that feels meaningful. This allows you to set boundaries and focus on what's important to you so that you have the energy to savor each experience more. And if I might add, so you're not overrun. With some planning and awareness, you can recapture the magic of the holidays. Understanding some of the science of stress and increasing your ability to pay attention to your body will help you to find peace, joy, and better health throughout the holiday season. But here's one thing I found about this Chopper article. I didn't find actual step-by-step takeaway as to what to do other than to recognize and be aware of stress and engage on that level. So here's some notes I followed up on on stress reduction and finding play daily so that you give your body and mind and spirit time to refill its well. I hope you enjoy this introduction to what Katrin Windsor has to say, uh, a certified team and executive coach with uh, 20 years of experience helping teams and their leaders worldwide achieve high performance through the power of connection and coaching. Katrin is an exper- expert in facilitating experiences from very large group events to one-on-one personal coaching sessions. They state, fun and play is good for you and good for business. Play reconnects us with our aliveness, the part of us that's fully alive. Play is vital to our overall well-being and the effects of play reach far beyond the immediate moment. This is true for business too, because teams that aren't having any fun rarely produce good results. A quote, they've made by David Ogilvy, advertising legend. Studies show that play puts us at our cognitive best, leads to better thinking decisions, increases performance, and accelerates learning. But how do you bring more fun and play into your life, your work, and your relationships? Good question, right? This is why I found this article so relevant to what I'm talking to you about today. If you're finding it hard to get started, know that you're not alone. As coactive coaches, we work with people the time who are great at doing They're driven, successful, and accomplished, and they're also stressed, worn out, and on some levels, sometimes numb to life. Sometimes Katrin has found that when they're in a coaching conversation with a client and ask them what you really want, they often hear the required reply, I want more joy, more play, more fun. These clients need a little gentle encouragement to get back to the spirit of play. So, why worry that it's a waste of time or that we feel stupid or look silly? Instead, Katrin's coaching talks about the stress about the tasks we need to accomplish and the deadlines that are whizzing by in, in their clients' heads. They're scheduled back-to-back meetings and believe that productivity is more important than taking a play break. But everyone has to start somewhere, and play is a good way to start. Play is good for business, and science proves it. So it's no real wonder that when we look at the science of play, the results are compelling. Play is not a waste of time. We need less stress and more play because it is healthy. Researchers who have dedicated their lives to studying play have discovered that play makes our brains bigger, boosting our prefrontal cortex, making us think better. Play promotes new connections between disparate brain centers. Play for adults is critical in managing stress and aiding resilience in our go-go-go lives. Play releases endorphins, improves brain functionality, and stimulates creativity. Play is one of the most advanced methods to allow our complex brains to recreate itself over and over again. Play helps us learn faster. 
Even animals that play learn faster. One study found that a group of otters that mixed up and had fun learned far more than those who just did the same old thing. Zoologists say that when animals feel safe, they play. When they're stressed, they're busy just staying alive, meeting their basic needs. When they are well-fed, feel safe, and feel secure, all mammals play spontaneously. That's true for us humans, too. So, how much have you been playing lately? Have you played at all? Stop for a moment and think of a time that you played. Can you think of one? It might be a recent memory, or it might be something conjured up from childhood. What did you do? What did that feel like? Was there a sound? A scent? A taste? More than just static recollections, we know that the strongest memories involve the senses. Your whole brain lights up when you recall the sound of laughter as you throw a ball for your dog to chase. You recall the scent of the grass, maybe, the feel of the warmth in your legs as you ran and played, or maybe a board game with family came to mind, the feel of the dice in your hands, the sound on the table when you rolled them. You might recall the black tea you were drinking as you played, the cookie you snacked on. When you recall these memories of play, your whole brain lights up. Sound, sense, and memory all combine. You are, for that moment, wholly alive. If it's taking you a long time to remember the last time you played, then maybe it's a sign that you need to play more. In fact, we all need to play more. Not just this year, but all the time. Commit to making a conscious effort to make space for play in your daily life. Pick up your instrument again, sing a song, build a model airplane, play with some Lego, get down with your kids and make something out of Lego that doesn't make sense at all. Go play tag, go play with your dogs, go for a walk and find play in the forest, engage in some forest bathing. Seriously, go do it. Here's something to get you started. What are two things that are fun for you to do? Write those down. Commit to doing those two things in the coming week. If you can only think of one thing, or if there's a reason why you can't access one of those fun things, then commit to bringing more play in your life. Commit to becoming more aware of opportunities for play. And let's not just play and have fun. Let's commit to laughing more. Isn't that great advice? I think that's fantastic. Just even if we just played a little bit more and let ourselves to relax and be silly and fun, we can improve the stress in our lives. So that was from Catchin Windsor, a certified team and executive coach, change agent, team development specialist, as speaker. And I hope you enjoyed this article as well as the stuff from Jennifer on the Trauper Center. And I love bringing these articles to you because they're very relevant for this time of year as we all deal with holiday stress, ongoing, you know, work stress, and really just making the expectations really kind of take a back seat to what we should be looking at, which is ourselves. No more self-punishing. Play, enjoy life, and engage. We're about creating connection here at eWomen Network, and this is the perfect time of year to create connection and play. Just recently, Brianna Day posted on her social media about how her family enjoyed her birthday celebration and had this great play game where they played with marshmallows on a table, trying to scoop them together and how people approached it differently, and they all laughed and had a great time. So, why not take a chance? Engage us in play. Hope you found this useful. Yours in health, Tara McDonald.